You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with us today is Pastor Chad Hunsberger. How's it going? Man, it's great. Really All good. right, good deal. Um, we also have another special guest yeah. with us in the studio. You want to introduce Very him? Very thankful to have Josh Brady here with us today. Josh is the pastor at uh, Broadmoor Baptist. Is it senior pastor, lead pastor? Do you you're just pastor? I think it's just like, hey, you, but yeah. Hey, yeah, that's good. That's good. Perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> the guy that preaches. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Most Sundays you're in the pulpit. Most yeah. Sundays they ask it, me to stand up there. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, so very thankful he's here. We we are recording this actually during the Timothy Project yeah. pastor conference, and so he just a little while ago shared the yeah. word preached phenomenal job so thankful Thank for you, that man. it was a huge encouragement to me and even as i've already heard from others so yes, thankful for that yeah. yeah great deal all right well i'm really excited about our topic today and looking forward to hearing from both of you um, so just for our listeners especially for people who aren't from the the Madison Ridgeland area mm-hmm. in Mississippi uh, Josh uh, so you're at uh, Broadmoor Baptist Church right? in Madison uh, we're we're recording this on campus at Colonial Heights Baptist Church if you were to get in your vehicle right now and drive to your office, about how long would that take you? That's 16 minutes, according 16 to 16 minutes. That's what it was this morning. Okay, yeah. all right. So 16-minute drive. So, um, And so typically, we're in, we're in the Bible Belt, like, you know, Mississippi. There's a church on every corner type thing. And so it is a pretty common phenomenon for churches where, uh, for, for whatever reason, some good, some bad, where... A, a church member will decide to leave their current church to uh, go visit or join the church just down the street. Like they feel like their needs aren't being met, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And so, wanted to have a conversation with the two of you as pastors of churches who are down the road from one another sure. about, uh, I guess, the the pastor's perspective on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's be great. All right, yeah. good. So, so let's start off. Um, uh, just. Let's. I guess one would like to hear from both of you about, I guess, some of those good and bad reasons yeah. as to why uh, someone might leave the church. Sure. Okay. I I would say that if you're talking about a good reason, uh, if the church is not preaching the word of God, mm-hmm. um, I, I think about two things of reasons to choose a church. Okay. Yeah. Primarily, word of God, and when we say, when I say word of God. I mean that it's explained, the Word of God is opened and read and explained. We, we can use all kinds of terminology, expository, exegetical, whatever, but like that someone stands up week after week after week, opens the Bible, and teaches what it says. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's primary. And that's the right. second, so Word of God is number one. I would say secondarily is family of God, meaning that because of where we live, there, there are opportunities for different families to have opportunity to serve and grow uniquely Mm -hmm. because of others in the family at that local body. The reason I say that secondary, though, is because if I'm in another part of this country or if I'm Mm -hmm. in other countries, you don't have that option. You, you, a lot of times, you might have to walk miles to get the one that preaches the word. And if you can't get to that one, you're going to have to make your own. Yeah. So, so word of God has to be primary. That's right. 
family of God, I would say that's that's where it starts to get um, a little bit tricky because yeah. it can be finicky. Mm-hmm. You can that's when you can be like, oh, I'm like you said, maybe not getting my needs met, yeah. or uh, I don't like the style of whatever it is. So there is a, a piece of commitment mm-hmm. that you're making to when you. Are, that's why we like membership, right? We're yeah. saying I'm I'm gonna serve and support this local body of Christ and they're going to serve and support me too. So so for me I think of those two okay. main things which before it even gets to why would you leave? But sure, I don't know if that right. no, I, helps. I would agree 100% with that with the the word of God and the family of God. I think also the proximity helps too. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. I think you need to be where you're you're where you're planted, right? So I understand we are in the Bible belt and there are churches on every corner. But it really doesn't make sense to me if if people coming from Flora yeah. would drive all the way to this church as opposed to going to First Baptist Flora or whatever Bible yeah. preaching. Yeah. They just they pass by five churches. That's exactly to get right. To you, yeah. and, and the issue would be because if we're going to be the church and somebody is hurting, you have to drive thirty miles, and more than likely you're not going to do that. You want to be there as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you love mm-hmm. the community that you're in, hopefully you're going to church in the community yeah. that you're in, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can be there and be ready for their time Absolutely. of need. I think that's good proximity because again, like we talked about. There are those those people that I I know of that in other parts of the world. I mean, they they walk to wherever it takes to get That's there. Right. But because we are blessed to live in a place That's where right. there's lots, well, there's at least a handful of Bible preaching, right. gospel centered, mm-hmm. Christ exalting churches. So, um, yeah, then it, it gets to a preference deal, and that's yeah. where I think it can get uh, a little hairy sometimes. That's yeah. right. So some of those bad reasons, I guess, is kind of what you're hinting at yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, don't leave because you're in discipline. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I will yes. say, like, that's extreme, right? right? But, I mean, if, if, if a church, if a pastor or if you have a church with elders or whatever the structure that that is, if you have a brother or sister that comes to you and, and confronts sin, and you just don't want to deal with it, so you try to go to the next church. Yeah, that's not a good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that, that pr- praise the Lord by the way for a church that would confront sin mm. and would want that to be addressed. So don't leave for that reason. That that would be a bad yeah. reason. Um, I don't know. Again, I, I do think that family of God in proximity are reasons, uh, but I would also say when I say the danger, I think I'm thinking about. Um, just simply preferences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just simply a matter of like, I don't like this thing. Right. Um, is it more self-centered or? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. If That's right. I think if if we hear that a lot of times, I feel I got my feelings hurt. I like I, mm-hmm. and it's I I I instead of we mm-hmm. or God. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. a pretty good indicator that we're right. probably not operating out of health yeah. and we're not moving out of health either. Yeah. yeah. And and to add to that, to maybe a com. A, a way to see this is where are good in that. There are there are things where uh, maybe some obviously we're talking about primary things: or the Word of God, the Gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we agree on the Gospel. Secondary matters might be um, some of those things that we would say, "Hey, like that's where we get denominations mm-hmm. and yep. that kind of stuff." It's those tertiary, those, yep. that third, third level, level. Uh, of stuff where we start to think about reasons to to each individual church, and so. Some of the things that I would say uh, could could affect our agreement with the leadership, 
Mm-hmm. That's where I would say that that be, could mm-hmm. become a challenge. Where, for example, a church who says, or, or a church member who says, "Man, I, I look to our church leaders, and we are not currently in a structure that has accountability for a pastor. You can call it elders, sure. church council, whatever, but there's that's not in place, and I, I don't." I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. So I, I want to go somewhere where there is that accountability structure. Mm-hmm. So that to me would kind of be an okay reason because it's a biblical yeah. sure. example of where you, you mm-hmm. tend to land. And so, uh, but, but that would be a still preference, right. but, but a biblical preference. Okay. And I, I think I would be okay with that. Sure. That's right. All right. Um, so we said we want to uh, kind of get the pastor's perspective on this. Mm-hmm. So like what, how does it make you guys feel? When you find out about the church member, like they didn't talk to you before they left. You didn't know that they, you noticed maybe that they've been gone for a few weeks, but then you get word somehow uh, that they're visiting that other church. Yeah, I think I'll jump in there. I think uh, if I were operating in a healthy place, which yep. most of the time I'm probably not, um, <laughs> but if I'm operating in a healthy place, I would be uh, prayerful for them. Uh, yeah. I would say, man, I, I'm. I don't know what happened. Again, we haven't talked in this scenario. I don't know what happened. I just know that they weren't there, and then they're really not there now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to pray for them. I think where I operate usually, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a little unhealth, maybe a little health, is there's a little bit of hurt feelings. Yeah. Um, not that they left, but the fact that they didn't come and talk to me. Yeah. Um, the fact that if if there truly was an issue, and, it, and they believed it was big enough for them to leave, then then hopefully it would have been big enough to confront for the brothers and sisters who stayed. Yeah. Um, because I think for, for a church to be healthy, we want all churches to be healthy. And I would I would appreciate the honor of someone just coming to share some concerns with me. Yeah. Um, so I think I would operate probably more of um, I'm hurt, um, I'm sad, and I really wish at least you would have talked to me before mm-hmm. you left. Yeah, yeah. I think the same thing. I, uh, I will say that there are times like just two weeks ago, I found that there was a, a church member who, quite honestly, been going through a really hard time in their marriage and to, to the point of divorce even. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for them to continue to be here uh, and even in lots of stuff there. But so thankful to find out that they didn't stop church, mm-hmm. right? So they, they went to a church who will speak truth, yeah. who will speak truth into them. Uh, they've already met with pastors there and and been honest with them and it's in some ways needed or felt like they needed this freshness and so on those instances I'm like I'm I'm thankful that there's another church for them to go to it it is those ones that I feel like they're running away from mm. something yeah. or uh they didn't give me the chance to explain mm-hmm. whatever decision that sent them away um so, so uh, I think those are the ones that are disappointing is the word, sad yeah. uh, is yeah. a word, because I just, uh, I want those relationships to be mm-hmm. genuine enough in, like, as a pastor, I want to really yeah. know our people well, and um, yeah, I, yeah, that's and where I guess I land. Another real sad part about that is that those people who are sometimes running away from issues, they have a, those issues have a tendency of following you wherever you go, right? Yeah. That wherever you go, that's there right. you if are. You don't confront deal. them; they're, they're yeah. going with you, right? Yeah. Yep. And so they're not really accomplishing anything that's by right. just running away. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. But there are some situations you didn't really ask this question, Matthew, but I think it's just fun because whenever you get pastors in a room, you can kind of talk about things that yeah. aren't in the norm, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But there are some, and they're very rare. But there are some, and you see a name lettering out. Maybe okay. it's to a local church. Maybe right. it's to a little further away church. And you think, 
I think that's a blessed subtraction, Lord. <laughs> I think that's that's a moment where, yeah. Lord, I, I've prayed and I, I couldn't resolve that and I couldn't help them resolve that. And then all of a sudden, I haven't seen them for a while. I've prayed for them. Mm-hmm. I've, I've interceded mm-hmm. on their behalf. And all of a sudden, they're now going to Colonial Heights. Praise the Lord. <laughs> they are going to Colonial Heights. Yeah. And now I'm praying for... Je- but I mean, yeah. a silly scenario, but yeah. very real. Sure. I yeah. believe sometimes, not sometimes, that when people leave a church uh, and God is sovereign over that, that it is going to be ultimately for glory and good. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes those blessed subtractions bring health to a church. Yeah. yeah. And and I would say, I think this is why part of the reason that we're, we are having this conversation, mm-hmm. you and I, because we are down the street. And so... Uh, there are people on our staff that used to be on the staff That's at Baltimore. Right. There are church members that you guys have that used to be ours, and vice versa, no question, right? right? And, and by the way, you guys are both relatively new in your uh, yeah. positions as pastor. 11 but months, are, right? right. Yeah. yeah, so, but the, these churches have been in existence for years and years, yep. mm-hmm. and so they're, throughout the life of both of these churches, there have been seasons where Absolutely. it's gone flooded one direction or the That's other, right? right? Swapping sheep. And, yep. and coming right back. Like, they went, mm-hmm. and then they came back, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. But, but I think that something that people might not realize is that at least for us, you and I, like we talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you you are not like sneaking away to yeah. the other church like, like uh yeah if you come to Colonial it's Chad's gonna tell Josh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and I would say though that that's something that in in many ways like because I do believe like this isn't just preacher speak. Like we are on the same team. And so in some ways, like if there is, like you said, it's for God's glory and for, for our good. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that. So if it's, man, if it will bring greater fruit for the kingdom, for them to, to serve in some capacity mm-hmm. at Broadmoor, praise the Lord. Yeah, that's that's right. all great. And vice versa. So I would just say that that would be, um, yeah, the, the most healthy piece is that, that, that Josh and I, Again, with, with whoever else as well, I guess, but are able to talk and say, "Hey, man, uh, being th- this this brother's hurting, mm-hmm. this sister yeah. like who's at your church, they're hurting. They're they're going to need encouragement, uh, and and maybe not to go into all the details, sure. certainly, but to have that kind of relationship, I That's think, right. is helpful. Okay, awesome. That's good. Um, Josh, you mentioned, you know, wishing you had had the opportunity to talk to, mm-hmm. you know, this church member about whatever issues they're having. Um, let's say it actually does work like that sometimes, right? Like, it does, yeah. So um, if you find out one of your uh, members are thinking about leaving, going to another church in the, in the area, what would what do you want to say to them? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, this is very real um, because it's, it's recent and happens. I don't know if often is the right word, but it does happen. Um, uh, my heart is broken. That they that they potentially want to leave because that means that there's a situation mm-hmm. that has happened. Yeah. They've had a hurt that that hasn't been resolved. Um, and my initial uh, response in my heart is I'm a fixer. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. a hammer. Everything's a nail. Yeah. Uh, you have a problem. Let me fix your yeah. problem. Uh, and as my wife tells me often, many of our conversations, my wife and I's conversations, is not a fix it conversation. Right. Right. Um, and so I'll have to start with, all right, are you telling me this to fix it? Or are you telling me this to listen? And my wife's like, it's just a listen yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I've taken that uh, that idea into a lot of my counseling sessions because when people approach with hurt or mm-hmm. situation, and I feel like with my position, I can and should fix it. But I'll ask them, hey, look, I, I get it. No pressure here because I don't want them to pressure of, of them feeling the pressure uh, of staying if the Lord is truly calling them to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but I do want to know, 
I want to know if we failed in some way, how can we make that right? Mm-hmm. If we have sinned against them, how can we repent mm-hmm. to them right. and, and make it right with right. them? Yeah. Um, and if the opportunity presents itself, if there's something broken yeah. that we can fix and should fix, that we would do that expediently. Yeah, yeah. that's that, even if it's too late for to get them to stay that's at exactly that point, right. it's still great to have that conversation. That's exactly that, right. Yeah. So they yeah. can go in health yeah. instead of wounded. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think about just those those conversations. That, again, they're, it's not like they're fun. I mm-hmm. get it. If I'm a church member, that's a hard conversation sure. to have. Say, hey, I'm going somewhere else, and it's because you're preaching, or it's because... Yeah. It, or uh, it's because... My my kids are struggling with whatever, and yep. you're, and so that's that's a challenge. Uh, I would encourage listeners who are in that spot to have those like do it, even if it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Find someone on staff, someone in leadership that you can have that with. That that if you don't, maybe you're at a really large church and there's just not the opportunity to go sit with the senior pastor, but there's an opportunity to go sit with the you know, a uh, youth minister mm-hmm. and explain to him or her or whatever and say, you're welcome to share this with the pastor, but just needed you to know here's why. I think that that always goes a long way. Again, I, I think about not too long ago, got an email from a church member saying, I need you to understand here's why we're, yeah. why we're leaving. We love you. We love the church. There's some specific things that they're needing to care specifically for some people in their mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. that if they don't see us being able to currently meet. And so they're saying, we want to, we need to do this for our family. And I, that meant a lot. Like that's right. hey, you, mm-hmm. you took an effort um, to, to reach out to us. And so, yeah, that's what I would want okay. and would encourage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, so also you guys mentioned that you guys do talk. And so mm-hmm. when somebody does visit from the other church, uh, you let each other know. But so that's kind of what this last question is. Like, what do you say to the new guest who you, after they visit for a week or two, you kind of get to know them, you find out they came from Colonial Heights or they came from Broadmoor. Um, how do you address that person as they're visiting your church? I think it all depends on, I mean, you can speak to this too, but I think it all depends on, uh, to your point, how long, like, this isn't the first visit conversation, yeah. but how long they've, uh, they've been visiting mm. with us or mm. uh, what, what their role, in those conversations, I'm certainly saying, oh, what, what did you do there? You super active there? Did you? Talk? And then it's uh, have you have you talked to anybody on staff about that? Like the reason mm-hmm. you're telling me you're leaving? Yeah, we just we we're having some struggles there. Have you talked to anybody there? So those are my questions. Mm-hmm. Not to try to put this super awkward pressure, but I am trying to point them back. Did you talk to somebody? And another step I have taken is um, is to not necessarily to call. It might be Josh, but to say, hey, man, you might want to reach out. I've mm, done this yeah. certainly to other pastors. You had somebody come here today right. because they're hurting. Mm-hmm. They said, I, I'm hurting right now. I came here. And so that phone call to Josh isn't to, like, tattle on them. Yeah. It's to say, you got a church member hurting. Yep. Yeah. You might not have known that you could have thought they were at the soccer game this weekend, but they were here, and they were hurting. So just radar goes up, that kind of thing. So that's yep. for me. That's a good word, and I, I appreciate that. Um, and, and I appreciate that whenever we have the chance to do that as well. One thing that we do, and, and I don't know why, um, I guess maybe with the seats that we sit in, we don't have a lot of those conversations, yeah. but our minister, our yeah, other staff other members staff have do. those, right? Yeah. Um, but one thing that we do for membership is it's a longer process. This is, this is new to our church, new to Broadmoor, where um, 
gone is the day that you become a member of the day you walk down the aisle. Yeah, kind of same deal. here. Same um, here, yeah. And so you you can start the process that day, but it's a pretty lengthy process mm-hmm. where there's a couple of classes you go to to understand the church, where we're going, who we mm-hmm. are, uh, understand who you are. They go through like a place assessment, spiritual gifts, understanding who God made them to be, uh, uh, an opportunity for them to learn what a testimony is and how to share mm-hmm. a testimony to make sure they have one. And then the final step is an in, a pastoral interview is yeah. what it's called. Yep. Uh, it's where they'll sit down with one of our pastors. And there's a list of about 20 questions. We try to make it not formal, but it's it's formal enough. All those questions have to be answered. Yeah. And one of those questions are, where are you coming from? Uh, and mm-hmm. if it is something like a Colonial Heights mm-hmm. or a Ridgecrest or a First Jackson, whatever those things are, they're all in proximity close enough for us to ask the next question, why did you leave? Mm-hmm. And so they'll, they'll usually give the answer of why they left. And then the third question that follows that is, have you talked to them about that? Mm-hmm. And if the answer to that is no, then that's where the interview kind of comes to an end on that day. We don't we don't call it a screeching halt. That's right. a, that's a non-negotiable. But before we move forward with anything else, mm-hmm. we need to go back and we need yeah. to make that right. Yeah. And so we encourage that person to at least go awesome. back and to to talk with a staff member of the former church just to let them know, let them yeah. know uh, what either what happened or where they are now, and then be able to come back in good faith and say. Yeah, we've had a discussion in that question, yep. and we okay. move forward. And ours would be similar. So we have a class you go through, same kind of deal, testimony, mm-hmm. uh, those kind of things are shared. And we have an elder interview. So either someone on our ministerial staff or one of our elders doing the same yeah. thing, asking a set of questions, kind I of making sure. I think that's so healthy. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. It's, I, and I feel like uh, everybody begins to understand church membership a little bit differently, hopefully even in the future long term. That's right. It begins to mean more then, too. That's right. So that's the hope. Yeah. yeah, awesome. All right, uh, as we finish up, anything else you guys want to just toss out? Okay, Man, I just want to throw a bone out to to Chad and and your leadership and your vision for this ministry, um, particularly the Timothy Project. It is phenomenal, and mm. I've. I know I've I spoke this morning, had the honor to do that, but man, I was so blessed just to be here, to yeah. be encouraged, brother. Yeah. And you're doing great work, and your team appreciate is doing too. great work as well. God's right. good, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, um, you also have a podcast. Would you like to tell our listeners about that? Yeah, sure. We do a podcast every Monday. Uh, we record it on Monday. It's posted on Tuesday called After the Message. Okay. Uh, and so after our sermon on Sunday morning, uh, we have a group of about uh, seven men, and then there's usually um, people who come in from our church, lay staff or, or, or lay leaders in our church, and we try to diversify that. Uh, many, many women come on there to give perspective on what the sermon was, so things that they heard, things that they liked, things they didn't, and think yeah. maybe were a little loose uh, and would be able to ask the question safely in a room, hey, mm-hmm. did you mean to say what you said? And if so, help me understand it a little bit better. Okay, uh, it's such, it's a great time. Yeah, what's the name of that? It's called After the Message. You all can right. find it on all the uh, platforms awesome. for okay. podcasting. Chad, you awesome. want to set something like that up for you? All right. See, I'm <laughs> yeah, like, another thing to record. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. I do like the idea of that kind of accountability. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's um, good. It's so healthy. Very thankful I think. for that. It's okay. Good. Great. All right. Well, I think that's going to bring this episode to a close. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it on social media. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating and review on your podcasting app. And we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.